I'm Adam Bolka, and this is The Great Supply Chain Podcast. I'll be talking to supply chain experts from around the world, experts who are tackling challenges in their corner of the industry. People are change makers that drive innovation. That's why this supply chain podcast is about learning from those who lead by example. I hope that the conversations you hear will inspire you to drive change within your organization. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Great Supply Chain Podcast. Today, I get to introduce you to two fantastic people for what I know will be an inspiring conversation about digital transformation. Joining me is my colleague, Maria Merchant, a member of our product marketing team, and she will be chatting with Janik Coulomb, who joins us from AMG Medical, a wholesale distributor of medical professional and home healthcare products. But before we get to that, uh, some big news over in the merchant household that just dropped a couple of weeks ago. Uh, supply and demand chain executive just named you as winner of the 2022 Women in Supply Chain Award. Let me read the description. The third annual Women in Supply Chain Award recognizes outstanding female supply chain leaders and executives whose accomplishments, mentorship, and examples set a foundation for women in all levels of a company's supply chain network. I mean, Maria, and in both supply chain and tech, both somewhat dominated uh, by males, Maria, you're making waves. Tell me, what's the award mean to you? Well, first of all, thank you, Adam. Um, I am uh, I am certainly making waves and it's extremely exciting. Um, at the same time, it's very humbling. Uh, very motivating and certainly extremely validating as well. I mean, I've been in this industry for about 20 years, um, focusing exclusively on supply chain for the last 16. And, um, you know, it's been a lot of fun and a lot of hard work, you know, because I love to do what I do. And the big bonus is I get paid for it. So uh, for me, this, uh, you know, validating all the hard work that I've done over the last 20 years and more than anything, knowing that even if it's in a tiny form that it's making a difference and it's changing things or it's improving things and the knowledge that I have um, now got under my belt actually makes and improves um, the lives of our customers and their operations. So how have you seen the presence of women in technology and supply chain um, change over the last decade or so? Yeah, that's a really interesting question. Um, well, you know, we saw a sprinkle of women in supply chain, specifically when you look at the industries like industrial distribution and so on. Um, today, I feel the tides are shifting. You know, um, you have uh, more and more women as you look around um, in supply chain, getting involved, more importantly, in leadership roles. And um, for example, I went to Modex earlier this year in the springtime in Atlanta, and we were, um, there were student tours happening, and we were having a, a group of students coming in on one day, almost every hour, and they wanted to learn about, you know, Texas and other vendors out there, software providers out there. And I noticed that the ratio of men and women was very balanced and rather equal, which, to be honest, caught me a bit by surprise. Um, I mean, this is, you know, the young generation coming out of school. Um, so it was very exciting to see. Right. And I, I do feel that, you know, the tides are changing. So, so it's interesting. My next question actually was um, 
around what advice you can give to other women who want to enter the industry. But you, you've sort of already foreshadowed some of that, that uh, with those changing tides, is it is it a different kind of barrier uh, or are the barriers gone now? What's your perception of that? I don't think there are barriers per se. Um, I do think that, you know, first of all, in terms of the interest, there was not as much interest as there is now from women in supply chain. Um, I think that, you know, I think that today um, women are, you know, when I look back two decades, I remember sitting in meetings and being quite now, mind you, I was junior, but being quite shy and timid to ask questions, to learn more. I think today, uh, you know, just in general, we see women more on the forefront than we did before. And I think that their willingness to want to be there and to learn and not to be afraid to ask the questions, um, not to be afraid to be involved, to listen to the market, to talk to people. I think that is kind of shifting and, and it's very exciting. I mean, I, I look forward to, you know, I have a nine-year-old daughter and I really look forward to what, you know, what that generation is going to look like by the time they come out of college and what the ratio will be then. That's an interesting line of thinking, uh, the future and sort of the future of supply chain. What would you say um, are the key supply chain challenges that you see today, but more importantly, the ones that you see sort of evolving and, and really taking center stage in the future? Yeah, I mean, today, obviously, we're all seeing major disruptions in supply chain, supply versus demand. Um, of course, you know, you know, at the other end of the pandemic or the tail end of the pandemic, uh, digital transformation is like on steroids compared to three years ago. Uh, very exciting. I mean, I don't even think people quite understood what digital transformation meant. And yet today it's a very known expression or term. Um, obviously, you're seeing the blurring of the lines between distribution and retail, which we call convergence. Um, omnichannel fulfillment is dramatically changed, especially since the pandemic. Um, you're seeing the rise of 3PLs. And of course, last but not least, this massive interest in automation. And, you know, before it was just kind of a thought. And now it's like a, you know, must have. Um, so that's happening today. I think when, you know, when we look at the future, we're going to see like major leaps and bounds in um, distributors and 3PLs adopting automation. Um, I think that it will not be something that, you know, will completely eliminate the labor force. But with the labor shortage we have today, um, it'll certainly help distributors and 3PLs be more pro productive be more profitable, which of course is a critical, and also adapt the behavior of the human workforce versus the machines and the collaboration between the two. So I think that's really, really exciting um, as we look ahead. I think that's key also is that it's not about eliminating uh, the labor uh, force. It's about changing it and evolving it to adapt to uh, the new needs in the market and the new needs within a distribution space. Right. So just basically optimizing the processes, you know, that's the key. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, listen, I, I appreciate your letting me sort of derail this uh, intro a little bit, uh, but it is a terrific accomplishment and Thank I want to congratulate you sincerely. Absolutely. Uh, so let's switch gears. Maria, what are you going to touch upon in your conversation? As you mentioned, I'm joined by Janet Palom, Vice President of Finance and Administration at AMG Medical. 
We're going to explore how EMG Medical is continuously improving their distribution operations by leveraging technology, uh, the problems they solve by moving to a SaaS-based solution platform, and what the distribution industry looks like in the near future. So thanks for joining me today, Janik. Before we dive into our conversation, can you please introduce yourself and tell us a bit about AMG Medical? AMG Medical manufactures and distributes home healthcare and medical professional products. The company was founded in 1972 and has the headquarters and distribution center located in Montreal, Canada. I joined AMG two years ago as VP Finance and Administration. What obstacles did AMG Medical have to overcome in the recent years uh, to achieve their overall vision? Probably the same as most companies in the pandemic environment, mainly supply chain variability, higher costs, and adapting to remote environment. So speaking of vision, what is the technology vision at AMG Medical and what steps have you taken to make that vision a reality? We started our digital transformation about two years ago. Moving to the cloud has allowed us to centralize data, reduce paper, and improve several processes. So why is ERP important to a distributor's supply chain? Um, with the increasing costs and delays, supply chain is more challenging than ever. The ERP is uh, critical to automating demand, optimizing purchasing process, and uh, overall supply chain management. So outside of the ERP, what are some of the benefits you've derived from the Texas Solutions platform? It's really our foundation to our digital transformation. It's allowing us to facilitate the data flow to build a new data mark for better reporting and analytics, a new B2B and a new corporate websites. So, uh, Janet, you decided to move uh, from on-premise to SaaS. Can you tell us which problems you were trying to solve with this SaaS conversion? The technology is evolving very fast and staying up to date is uh, difficult. We hope that being on SaaS will make upgrades easier in the future in a secured environment. And how do you measure the success of a transformation like this? There are several benefits to implement an ERP and perform a successful digital transformation, uh, but our focus will be mainly on increased productivity, improved agility, and increased data transparency. And when we look at warehouse automation, what do you see as the biggest barrier to automating a warehouse and how do you see distributors overcoming that? The capital investment is certainly an important barrier, uh, but truly changing the process and eliminating uh, old habits is sometimes very difficult. Uh, I would say proper training and involving all key users throughout the project are very important. So what trends are you seeing in the distribution industry today and what do the next five years look like? Selling direct to consumers will continue to grow in a very competitive environment. Therefore, value-added services and agility will be essential for, to success. Lastly, what is the one piece of advice you have for a distributor who wants to improve their supply chain operations? I would say improve the flow of information. Getting the right product at the right place as fast as possible is one of the primary goals of supply chain management. It can only be achieved with having the right information at the right time. 
Janik, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Back to you, Adam. Thank you both so much for joining me on the Great Supply Chain Podcast. Uh, that's a wrap for this episode, and thanks for tuning in. Until next time. Well, that's it for this episode, folks. I hope our guests sparked some new ideas and inspired you to push the boundaries of supply chain. New podcasts will be published on the first of every month. In the meantime, please reach out with your thoughts or questions or even an idea for a future episode. You can email us at texaspodcast at texas.com. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you get notified as soon as a new episode goes live. And please share it with a colleague and leave a review. Until then, this has been the Great Supply Chain Podcast. I'm Adam Polka, and thank you for tuning in.